Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Uh, we've been uh, speaking with Dan Kelly, the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business for a number of weeks now. Each weekend we have an update from Dan on the situation and the realities for Canada's small business owners, the entrepreneurs in this country, who, as we all know now, uh, are responsible for most of the jobs in Canada. And they're also facing some uh, really um, very disturbing, devastating end of career, end of, uh, end of, end of business possibilities and many of them are saying it's way beyond possibilities if the emergency situation lasts till the end of the month three percent have said uh, that they will not survive and dan told us last weekend that represents about thirty thousand businesses well over sixty percent are not sure what would happen if they have to be locked down until the end of may and now there's also the question of what's being done as far as the rent support program is concerned where the landlords are the ones who have to apply for it not the business owner and if the landlord uh, doesn't have a mortgage, as I understand it, for the property, then they're not going to be able to get the uh, the support, the rent support anyway. It really should be the business owner who 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 applies for the rent support, not the not the uh, the owner of the building. Dan Kelly uh, rejoins us uh, at CFIB on Twitter, Canadian Federation of Independent Business President and CEO. Dan, uh, thank you for coming back, and and the number that just hits you right between the eyes. Is two million jobs gone in April, in one month? Two million jobs, and that's across the whole employment and business sector in this country. But how does that particular news impact on the small and medium-sized business community in Canada? Well, it's been absolutely devastating to see what's happening on the employment front. Behind every one of those lost jobs is a, a story, a family that uh, has lost employment, uh, but but also a business that has had to go through the agonizing step of saying goodbye to often a long-standing employee, somebody that, that feels like family to them, which is most often the case in a small and medium-sized company. So it's been absolutely devastating for business owners to have to, to, have to do that. We're at the point now where the good news is that some of these businesses are starting to slow march towards recovery uh, with more and more business segments across the country being permitted to open. Uh, so there is a little bit of good news. We've, we've seen even here in Ontario this weekend garden centers and, and hardware stores were opening. Uh, Manitoba and Quebec allowed retailers in parts of the provinces to reopen. Alberta has a, a wave of opening next week. So as we go forward, there are more and more businesses beginning tentatively and with all sorts of precautions open to open the doors. And that's really good news. The uh, the deadline, though, for many of them remains the end of the month, right? If they have to stay closed until then, then it becomes impossible for them to continue. Absolutely. Look, there are so many struggles. Uh, we have had some some additional good news that the wage subsidy uh, has actually started to flow. We just just uh, just today, actually, Roy, we started to hear from members on Twitter that uh, that they were that they were actually getting the funding. Yeah, I saw that. Account. Yeah, that's, that's great news. Yeah, it is really good news. But uh, but but every month the tick buys another rent another rent check is is owed to the landlord, and that program is just really not working well as as you said at the outset. Uh, there's, there's supposed to be support for those that have seen their sales drop by seventy percent or more, 
but the funding doesn't come to them as the tenant. It goes to their landlord, and the landlord has a complete option as to whether to participate or not. I don't want to demonize landlords here because there are many good ones that have tried to work with small businesses, but they're expected if they're going to if they're going to offer this rent support, they have to eat 25% of the rent, and many of them say they just can't do that. And on top of that, they have to apply to CMHD for a loan. And I'll add that the loan program doesn't actually exist right now. It's still in development. Uh, so the rent support is really, really late, and uh, and the structures are just not working well and certainly not meeting the need that uh, most of our members are talking about. And, and who would, uh, I mean, what, what's the sense of, of saying that the landlord must be holding a mortgage on the property in order to get the the rent relief? Yeah, that was the original, uh, some of the original language. You apply for a for a loan uh, for related to the mortgage that you held on the business. So they have since clarified that. The good news is that even businesses that have a paid-off building can now apply to CMHD or will be able to apply to CMHD uh, to be able to take out a new loan uh, in order to do that. So it's not just for landlords that, uh, that have current mortgages can do that. But, you know, there's a lot of landlords that are not keen to, uh, to participate uh, and as a result of that, the tenants are entirely out of luck. If their landlord says, you know what, I'm going to take a pass, then, they're, then they owe 100%. So we said to the, to the government, gosh, if a landlord's unable or unwilling to participate in the program, at least send the 50% share that you were already to cover, that you were already planning to cover by government, to the tenant directly to allow them to pay their rent. The average rent bill for a small business is $10,000. And and you can imagine having to pay ten grand on a business that is right now required to be one hundred percent shut <laughs> means that you've got big expenses and zero oh, yeah. income. Oh yeah, and we're talking small business anyway. These are all small companies. The program's only for small companies that have up to fifty thousand uh, per rent uh, per rent in, in in one location and are under twenty million dollars a year in revenue. So it is only really small and 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 I guess some medium sized companies that would be under that uh, umbrella. A good program. Look, I, I give the federal government credit for trying. Uh, the structures that they put in place, unfortunately, are, are just not really meaning that the program is going to deliver a lot of cash. And even with that, the, the you know they needed this money yesterday. They don't need it in a <laughs> a month or two. Is going to be too late, as we've been talking about, for so many small companies who are just not going to be able to make it across the finish line. Dan, are there uh, different priorities, uh, different needs, priority needs in different regions of the country for small yeah, business? That's certainly starting to emerge. I think this, you know, diff- different provinces have enacted uh, different levels of, of uh, emergency services rules or essential services rules. So, for example, in British Columbia, uh, even retail was allowed to stay open uh, with some conditions, whereas in other provinces that was entirely closed. Uh, other, some provinces left construction open during the emergency and, and others have had that closed. Quebec, ha- Quebec and Ontario seem to, to have the, the strongest rules, the, the tightest uh, rules for business. And Quebec has actually relaxed a lot of those over the last uh, week or so, even though their, you know, their, their case volume was fairly high. Ontario's has remained tight as a drum, uh, but just as started to the Ford government move to allow some swaths of businesses to, to start to open again. And you see that in the province with some residential construction resuming again, which is good news. We've also seen uh, certain retail locations open. And now all businesses across Canada are able to offer curbside pickup. For whatever reason, the government here in Ontario said that that was not allowed. And uh, so we're, we're, we're 
inching towards a recovery of business, which raises a whole host of other issues for small business owners. Uh, you know, things like making sure that they have enough protective equipment for their employees. Also, uh, the costs of some of these, you know, the cost of reopening versus the revenue that is coming in is an equation that every business has to face. Uh, and the rules remain very, very restrictive. So we're, we're working with a lot of businesses per province to try to make sure that the rules make sense. And let's take some calls from uh, from business owners across Canada and what their challenges are and what they need in order to survive. Kathy's in currently British Columbia. How are you, Kathy? How are you? I'm well. Okay, we're a small business. We also rent a business a building to a business, and we also have a house that we rent. Um, this makes up part of our income. The people in the house, they were... Um, haven't paid four months rent, two months with C-19, um, and the, this income helps pay our bills, like our property taxes, our maintenance, and, you know, and what's left over we live on. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and I'd love to know this one because I've asked from Trudeau's government all the way to Horgan's government, who's going to pay the property taxes this year if we're not getting rent, especially if the government, like they've seized us, pretty well seized our personal property that we rent. Okay, hold on, Kathy. Listen off uh, off air. I was only just going to hear what people had to say, what their challenges are. But, Dan, do you have a qu- an answer to that question? Yes, there, uh, there, is, there is relief to property tax in British Columbia. I think it's the education property tax, uh, and that has included commercial property. If uh, if you have a subtenant as well, you may qualify for to to offer the subtenant a, um, a rent relief uh, as per the, the the formula that I was describing. It's a 75 percent rent rent support that is right. delivered through CMHC, uh, and that can be both both the uh, the good news is is that uh, both the tenant can qualify through the landlord and the subtenant can qualify as well. Uh, so those programs are available. There is more information on CFIB's website, that's cfib.ca slash COVID-19, and that does provide information by, for federal programs like the rent subsidy as well as provincial supports uh, like British Columbia's property tax relief. It's not an across-the-board property tax cut. We are still pushing for that. B.C., though, is the leading province in providing some property tax relief for commercial taxpayers. On the residence, on the residential property that you might rent out, that I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not able to help you okay. with that one. So it's cfib.ca slash COVID-19. That's it. All right. Jonathan in Toronto. Jonathan, what do you need to, uh, to keep your business going, and are you confident you'll still be in business in six months' time? I'm a, I'm a subcontractor, so I consider myself a small business. Um, I'm in the events industry, and no, no one's talked about, you know, hospitality events, you know. Uh, I just sort of want to know what, what stands for us down the road, and are they going to extend the four-month CERB to six months or until this pandemic is, is, uh, is, is, is over? I, look, I think uh, there is a good chance that the uh, the CERB, the, the CERB as it's known, the, the, the relief for individuals and self-employed people uh, that gives them $2,000 a month and allows them to earn up to 1000 more. I suspect that there's a, I think there's a decent chance that that will be extended, especially given that the government has now extended the, uh, the wage subsidy beyond June the 6th. 
Um, we are starting to get some complications for that as employers are bringing back workers. Some of them are saying, you know what, I'd rather stay off and, and be on the CERB or the CERB rather than getting back to work. I can understand that to an extent because, of course, uh, many, business, many people are worried about getting back to, uh, to work. Uh, for others, though, and, and the event industry in, in particular, we've got tons of small businesses that uh, that 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 depend on events, special events, uh, major celebrations, or festivals across the country. Uh, and I think it's going to be a while before those bounce back. That's one of the reasons why CFIB was active in lobbying to extend the wage subsidy and some of the other programs, because for some, the pain is not going to be so much in, right now. It's actually going to be in the summer months where a lot of businesses make their income that lasts them through the whole year. Yeah. Those months are slow. Even if they're technically allowed to open, uh, we are in big trouble. Jonathan, just a quick answer from you on this. Do you expect you'll still be an independent subcontractor in six months' time? Uh, it, it scares me. God, God forbid something like this happens again. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, It's difficult. It's hard enough yeah. you know, saving for a rainy day between rent, child support, day-to-day expenses. You know, uh, I mean, nobody even talks about any of that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, the yeah, there's so many. We, we, we get, we get is, is, is helpful, but I mean, it's, yeah. it doesn't even cover my rent, to be honest with you. Thank you very much for your call. And there are so many tentacles to this, to this octopus, uh, COVID-19. Uh, James is in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. James, what kind of business do you have, and do you think you're going to be in business in six months? Well, no, no, I'm not going to be in business in uh, six months. Um, uh, in fact, none of my staff want to come in because they get 2000 bucks. You have to sit around and do nothing, play video games, right? So uh, there's no way for me to reopen because no one's going to take going back to work seriously because, you know, Justin Trudeau is giving away this universal income. And uh, I think he's going to you know, extend it. Yeah, but if you, if, you call, if, you, if you call them back and you have a, a workplace that is acceptable, that is clean, that is properly organized, and they don't come back, then you have, from what I understand, and I could be corrected on this, but from what I understand, you would have cause for dismissal. Well, well, but well, that's not going to help you very much, is it? It doesn't help me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I hear you. Yeah, it doesn't help at all. Anyway, you're asking me about the business. It's a gay bathhouse, and, you know, we can't do anything. There's just there's no one coming back to work. My customers are all pretty much done. They're all having private parties at home. Uh, I think everyone's going to stop going out in, and that's the big problem here. So uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to get on CERB, and I'm going to take universal income so long as the Liberal Party wants to keep giving it away, because I may as well, right? Uh, what's the point of trying to run a business if the money is free? Justin Trudeau yeah. is nuts, but I'll take his money, which is, you know. Right. Thank, thanks for the call, James. Look, they, yeah. the, call, the caller makes an important point. Uh, we are starting to hear uh, some some real concerns from business owners that that employers employees are not returning to their jobs. Yeah, I've heard that too. Part because uh, the fact that their their bills are covered by the CERB. I think Dan, I have I literally have twenty seconds. If yep, you sorry. if you're called back by the employer, and the workplace is solid and clean and appropriate, and you don't go back, I think you can be fired with cause. You can. I think you're going to have to. You're, you, you're, there, there are some risks, Roy, to uh, to the business because, uh, of of course, many employees could say that they didn't want to come back yeah, as a result yeah, of yeah. the spread of the virus. So yeah. it's a bit of a gray area, but uh, but there do need to be some rules put around okay, the curb to ensure I've, that we can I have to stop. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Always great talking to you. Thank you so much for the time today. Anytime. At CFIB is Dan's uh, Twitter account, and CFIB.ca is the website. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. 
I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.